Oh, hi, Guilty Movie Pleasure fans. Anyway, how's your new year? Oz is great. Because <laughs> today we're talking the Tommy Wiseau, the Rome. <laughs> Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. And now, here's Popcorn Talk's Guilty Movie Pleasure. <laughs> Yeah! Oh, so oh you want to go throw a football around? Uh, I'm all American boy from New Orleans. Anyway, I gotta go. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay! <laughs> Guilty movie pleasure fans! Before we get into everything, if you're just joining joining us for the first time, thank you for watching. If, you've, if you're if you joining us for the 120th or however many of these That's exactly episodes right. we've done for no money, we appreciate it. We you love can, our fans, new and old. Venmo us at Guilty yeah, Movie Guys. At Guilty Movie Guys. Uh, we take uh, quarters. Uh, I'm your host, Ben Begley, and over here, as always... Hi, I'm Jesse McIntosh. Yeah, yeah, we're here. We're here. This is our first show of 2018. It feels like 2018. It does. You know, it's a new year, and um, last year we got a little bit of flack sometimes for doing uh, for running out of Guilty Movie Pleasures because we watched things that... We're just awesome a few times. Yeah, I don't listen to the haters. So guess what, haters? Be careful what you wish for, mm. because now we're wa- we we watched The Room. Can you really trust anyone? And uh, Jesse, will you tell them that I don't want to steal your joke, because you noticed it. Not this is me. my favorite thing that I've ever seen on the front cover of a um, DVD cover. I don't know. You probably can't see that. But on, check out, I put this on my Instagram. On the bottom here, we have a quote that says, Can you really trust anyone? Experience this quirky new black comedy. It's a riot. It doesn't attribute that quote to anybody. And it only has an end quote. There's no beginning to that quote. So I don't know where, where whoever they're quoting started speaking. Not to mention, Tommy Wiseau, uh, his eyes look very creepy. Yeah. It looks like... He's like half winking, half like just maybe like half asleep in one sure. eye. He and I think Seth Rogen said this at the Golden Globes where you you don't know if he's a vampire or what's going on in this. It's still weird. His hair has not been done. By the way, it also says copyright 2005 to 2011. I noticed that too. Is and that I, <laughs> it was I don't know. Is it public domain no after that? Or I guess. Did, <laughs> They had a six-year copyright on this movie, and it um, okay. I guess it started two years after the movie was made. Holy I'm not really shit. sure. I should have investigated the copyright a little further. So this movie uh, is legendary uh, here in Los Angeles and also around the globe in major cities, apparently. They do one midnight showing a month. That's how you know you're in a major city, if they do a if midnight show. If they do show. a midnight show, yeah. and if not, you're in a minor city. You're in a minor city. Um, I've never seen it. I've always heard rumors about it. Uh, a couple uh good friends of mine have seen it six times in theaters mm-hmm. um i had tickets last night to go they did a 500 theater nationwide release of it at amc's for fathom events shout out fathom events give me some for free tickets uh whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, phantom events hit us up at Is guilty phantom movie or guys. fathom i don't know it's fathom well anyways i'm talking to phantom events phantom events yeah. you know those events that don't exist yeah. uh so i i couldn't go because our babysitter fell through and i was real bummed out and then the, i couldn't find it streaming anywhere so i just watched it on <laughs> youtube with spanish subtitles yeah and Dude. normally i wouldn't i wouldn't promote play uh um uh uh, uh stealing pirating pirating yeah. i almost said plagiarizing yeah also that we i would not promote plagiarizing promote or pirating, pirating. but 
this movie, you can pirate. You can watch well, it on YouTube. I mean, the copyrights lapsed. Yeah, it has. So it lapsed in 2011, so it's fair. It's free domain. Seven years of YouTube. Um, I watched the first hour with my wife. Uh, Renee watched it with me for the first hour, and then she went to bed. How could she have bailed? I don't know. Because like, yeah, an hour in is... Oh, she was like, what? Now I have to watch it. <laughs> Because both of us have been waiting to see the Disaster Artist, which is the movie that this uh, that is based on this and the making of it. Um, if you didn't know that, I don't know. You've been living under a rock, Who knows? but um, or you just haven't been paying attention. Or if you're in a minor city, or you're in a minor know. city, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we've been waiting to see the room first, but it's been such a chore. We're like, oh god, I got, I know we got to watch the worst movie ever. But usually, like, there's shit like I, I don't typically like these kind of movies. Um, where they're just so bad, because after about ten minutes, the 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 effect wears off yeah. and the fun wears off, and I'm like, this is just terrible. Like Birdemic, my friend. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. He's trying to get me to watch Birdemic, and I was like, I can't get 15 minutes into this. But this, <clears throat> I feel like I'm getting uh, uh, choked up because of it. I'm so emotional. Wow. But this movie is fascinatingly bad, where it's like a porno, because there's so much terrible super long sex scenes if there's one thing i could do without it's the incredibly awkward not me really long sex nope, scenes. i needed more you need let me so here's here's the <laughs> other thing fascinating how bad this is like a really a really amateur and like sort of pg-13 rated porn film was not only how many times we went to the bare-assed thrusting of tommy wiseau yeah but also the like weird transitions into it it was never like it it was it was always sort of a a like here i brought the pizza like that isn't literally what happened but like it was always a weird like now let's fuck sort of thing and it was like this sort of came out of nowhere this was just like (laughs) we need a sex within five minutes of the movie there's a three minute sex scene i almost started live tweeting how often there were sex scenes because it was it was there was one with tommy and then there was one with greg and then there was another one with Tommy. And, and the other one with Tommy is the same one. It's the same one. Just a couple different shots added in. Yeah. Or, or cut out or rearranged. Because Renee and I were watching it. It got to the point where I think the fourth sex scene, I literally went, No! No! <laughs> not another one! I was I was phantom high-fiving people in my house. I was like, yes! Wait, you saw one. this? Hannah didn't watch this with you? No. Uh-uh. What was it like watching? Because I feel like it was really fun because... Renee and I were laughing together. Was it hard to get through on your so, own? So here's the thing. Uh, full disclosure. I have had this copy of The Room borrowed from a friend of mine for three years. And I did not watch it. <laughs> what? And Has he not wanted it back? Oh, yeah. She for sure did. And I gave it back to her last week. And then when we decided we were going to watch it, I had to go <laughs> back to her and be like, um, so I need it again. But I'm going to return it very promptly. Um, but the exact same thing you were talking about. <laughs> something that is so shitty. I like can't really get the strength to start it because i know it's going to be a chore to get through and so i expected that a little bit going into it but it wasn't that no it's it's a lot of fun and it's very it's 
it's an easy watch. It is, except the sex scenes, I will say. I, the see, sex scenes drove me crazy. Hard disagree. But well, hey, that's good. We finally, hey, I finally say something that, that yeah. Uh, I, we fi- I finally disagree with something you say. I I would buy the soundtrack of this movie if it with exists. the fake TLC with the, songs. Yeah. Was like <laughs> I'm gonna have sex. Oh, the weirdest. Here's the thing that bothered bothered me the most about the sex scene. Uh, was there's just like a super long shot of Tommy Wiseau just going to town thrusting, but he's like at her lower rib cage yeah. and diagonal. Yeah. And it's almost like on the day they were like, hey, Tommy, did you bring the Merkin and the like protective sock for yourself? And he was like, oh, no, I forgot. Okay, I'll just have sex with a rib cage. And I just imagine him actually being naked and this poor actress just getting a uh, dick rubbed on her rib cage yeah. this whole time because he's like, Sarah, don't worry, we won't have sex. Maybe that's why they used the same footage twice. <laughs> she was, because she was like, nope. Hard nope. Nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. We're not doing that again. There's something really off in that. It's like, it's the least sensual sex scene. It it looks like bad 90s uh, Cinemax sex scenes, which I know Mark Ellis, I was watching a little bit of the commentary that they they did a live commentary commentary of it on Collider, and um, I agree with him. It's like a 90s sex scene. It's like uh, Cinemax. It's like, where where like they look like they're three feet away from each other and yeah. there's no actual contact being made. It's not sex sexy at all. It's also I will say it took probably an extra three minutes to get to that first sex scene yeah. because Denny dove onto the bed to watch I think his them name's have Danny, sex. But they call him Denny and Danny. <laughs> the kid's the creepiest character ever. That was. Bizarre. We'll get into that. Okay, let's do. Let's try. We're gonna do. Our we're gonna best. try our best to get into the plot in under three minutes, and then we're just gonna dive right in because we got limited time and we got tons to talk about. Uh, are we ready for the plot in under three minutes? Let's uh, let's fucking crank this thing up. Here we go. In three, two. One, so we open up on the world's lamest tourism video of San Francisco, which is just a shitload of establishing shots of San Francisco. Then uh, Tommy, a.k.a. Johnny in the movie, comes home to his girlfriend, Lisa, and they have a a little bit of a weird conversation. She's wearing a red dress. Danny comes in and is like, wow, you're really pretty. And they're like, all right, Danny, don't you have somewhere else to be? And they go upstairs and they're talking off camera, like what seems like made up lines. Like, I'm going to, you better get ready for me. Look out. Denny comes up. Starts pillow fighting with him. They're like, you better get out of here. And he's like, I just want to watch. Longest <laughs> sex scene ever. And then her mom comes over, I think. And we're seven minutes into the movie. And she has the conversation with her mom, which she has probably four times. times over the course of the movie of like, I just don't love him anymore. He's boring. He didn't get his promotion. Well, at this point, the mom's oh, like, the well, the promotion's coming. And she's like, yeah, maybe. Um, and then uh, every scene ends with her going, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And then, <laughs> she just leaves. And then the other person being like, I have to go. <laughs> Um, so and then I honestly don't to, remember sequentially buys, what comes out. He goes and that. buys flowers. Yeah. He goes to a flower shop, <laughs> yep. and and apparently he's this flower shop owner's favorite customer, even though she didn't recognize him. Uh, and there's a, <laughs> and then, and then um, uh, she wants to fuck Johnny's best friend Mark. Or, or who, who puts up like Mark. the worst defense ever? He's, he's just like, like, no, we can't. we can't. And he gets really upset about it. And then she's like, just come here. And he's like, okay, <laughs> what are you doing? And then, okay. Like, oh, okay, I guess we're fucking. <laughs> and then <laughs> he's a little bit lower than the rib cage, but still not quite at the the, the right spot yep. in his fake sex scene. Yeah, well, he's um, taller. 
And then, uh, God, yeah, I did write, no, not another fucking sex scene. Uh, Lisa, again, then, they have another weird conversation where they're like, hey, Lisa, so I didn't get the promotion. And she's like, what? You didn't get the promotion? And he's like, yeah, I'm really sad. And then um, Lisa has another scene with her mom where she's like, Johnny's boring. He didn't get the promotion. I'm going to leave him. I'm in love with somebody else. And she's like, you know how sensitive he is. There's another couple that comes by and like gets a blowjob on their couch. On their couch doing homework. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's like a brothel. Very odd. We're introduced to characters and they just like show up. And so dis- yeah, the uh, there. Oh. There's a psychiatrist who we just sort yeah. of like showed up and Fuck was it. in the There's group no of friends. Sequel. There's a dude on the roof that's like, "Where's my fucking money, Danny? Yeah. Where's my money?" And he's like, "I used it to buy drugs." And they're like, "What drugs, Danny?" And he's like, "Listen, it's not my drugs. I just sold the drugs." And then they never reference never it go again. Back again. Fuck it. Here goes. Long story short, uh, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. He finds out that she's. Uh, it takes him forever. He puts a tape recorder under there, a recorder. Finally, that pays off like an hour later. He records their conversation, finds out they're fucking. He gets really mad. He awkwardly trashes the place while they go and bone. <laughs> and then he shoots himself in the fucking mouth. And then they come and cry over his dead body, and the credits roll. There it is. We did not cover. Half of I the- can't believe we spent three minutes talking about this movie and didn't mention football once. I'm pretty God sure this it. is a sports movie. This is. They this- spend oh. so much of their free time tossing the football back it's- and forth. First off, oh my God, this is amazing. This says, there's this little thing, a synopsis of the room, which is, we should have just read this for the oh, three minutes. Oh, yeah. Um, Wait, what's on the other side? Scenes? Oh, my God. There's 41 chapters? 41 chapters of this film. Oh, my God. Uh, Jesus. (laughs) Hold on. Hold on. Julia Daniel Daniel is the beautiful blonde fiancé of Johnny. She has always gotten her way and will manipulate to get what she wants. She is a taker with a double personality, and her deadly schemes lead to her downfall. Her deadly schemes? Yep. Uh, can you ever trust anyone? Are you ready for this quirky new black comedy? Are you ready to see reflection of your life? Experience this quirky new black comedy. It's a riot. Enter the room and leave forever changed. First off, it seems like Tommy Wiseau wrote this himself. Yes. Because in, even if you go on the roommovie.com, it legit looks like he's like, hey, go to movie, have good time. It's all written in broken English, and it's hysterical. It's... The script is written like some like English is someone's second language. Wait, even so, though it's from New Orleans. So this caught my eye is um, yes. Scene twenty eight is titled Tuxedos. Scene twenty nine titled Football and Tuxedos. <laughs> okay, so there you go. Well, let's get into this. Here's oh shit! Taste. If you haven't seen this movie, <laughs> get a bunch of friends together, have some beers, eat an edible, whatever you want to do. To enhance your experience, because... <laughs> grab grab a football, get some roses. Oh, my God. So, first off, Tommy Wiseau has dead eyes. Yep. He looks like he's a, a walking corpse. Yeah. Every scene, is like, listen, come on, Lisa, why is so mad? I, his eyes never open past, like, half asleep or squinting at harsh sun rays. Yes. And it's also possible that the wardrobe he's in is just what he wore to set that day. There was, and it also seemed like what he was wearing at the Golden Globes. Like, there's just like he, he, this black might be leather, his only outfit: <laughs> black leather jackets and dress shirts. Yeah, yeah, and boots. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. So it's the, so good. Do you do you know what he does at the bank? No, I'm gonna let's talk real quick about stuff that like we're completely glossed over. Please. Okay, so what does he do at the bank? It's unclear, right? He he gets accounts. 
He gets accounts. He got. Oh, we should just play that one clip that you have, which is the "How's Your Sex Life?" Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Here, I'm going to set this up. Clip number ten. I'll set this up. He's talking to Mark way later on in the movie when Mark's already been banging at Lisa, and he's like talking about this um, pr- the this client he got. And you can tell it's written by someone who has no concept yep. of what bankers do. Mm-hmm. And it's the most general, exposition-laden dialogue I've... Well, no, the whole movie is. But this is the most general explanation of what your day at work was. With a sharp turn <laughs> to a different topic. Can you play clip number 10? How was work today? Oh, pretty good. We got a new client at the bank. We'll make a lot of money. What client? I cannot tell you. It's confidential. Oh, come on. Why not? No, I can't. Anyway, how is your sex life? (laughs) Good question. (laughs) Good question. (laughs) And everything Tommy Wiseau says is that weird stilted delivery and looks like it's ADR'd. Yeah. It looks like it really does look like the whole thing. I thought at first I was like, this is just YouTube because it's a YouTube link. And then I watched other clips. I was like, oh, no, no. The whole thing looks like they ADR'd his line. It's very bizarre. Why not have someone different ADR? <laughs> oh my God. It's so. Anyway, I, I, we made a lot of money. Anyway, how's your sex life? It's so. What's up? What are you thinking? I was. Well, because there are a couple where like the pacing is so strange. Oh, the flower shop? And I'm trying. The flower shop was one. So let's listen. Let's just. So th- this was unedited by us, but this is just him walking into the flower shop to buy roses for Lisa. Hi. Can I help you? Yeah, can I have a dozen red roses, please? Oh, hi, Johnny. I didn't know it was you. Here you go. That's me. How much is it? It'll be $18. Here you go. Keep the change. Hi, doggy. You're my favorite customer. Thanks a lot. Bye. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, first off, there's a lot to unpack there. I feel like we could just play the sound clips and unpack each of them, because this one, it's like, first off, he comes in, and she says, hi, can I help you? And he goes... Uh, I got like a dozen roses. Oh, Johnny, I didn't know it was you. And then later on says, you're my favorite customer as he walks away. And he says, hi, doggy. If he's her favorite customer, how did she not recognize him in a room that's maybe 10 feet? Sure. If he goes there enough, he's met this doggy before. He knows doggy has a name outside of doggy. Yep. (laughs) It's so weird. That's why this movie's amazing because like scenes like that happen where you're just like, there's not a single scene that goes down remotely how a script is supposed to be written or a film is supposed it's, to be made. The, the whole thing is like, you know, that skiing event, the slalom, where they have to like <laughs> zigzag is. in Just between like, the like keeping your eye on the ball in this movie is like, what the fuck? And so the characters make such sharp turns like the whole like, how is your sex life? Or like, OK, see you. Bye. You're my favorite customer. That kind of shit happens all the time. Like later on when Mark and him are getting in a fight, they're like, fuck you. All right, we're cool. And then the very next scene, it's like, I don't care about Johnny anymore. He's an asshole. Let's fuck. And you're like, this follows no progression of logic. Yeah. It's so fascinating. I can't stop using that word. It, I've never been more fascinated by a terrible movie in my life. I, I was I told you beforehand and I was talking about it earlier outside the studio. Like it is a miracle that we have gotten to the point where this is available for consumption in a, in a mass level. Like it's crazy that this was made. It's crazy yeah. that this was produced into a DVD that everyone can watch. Yeah. It's crazy that people watch it. It's like the whole thing it's is insane. bananas. It's, it's for real. Like if a fourth grader 
were asked to adapt uh, like an adult book and they wouldn't Desire. know how to do it. It's literally like a fourth grader did Streetcar Named Desire. Yeah. Like, Stella, is the, you're tearing me apart, Lisa. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um, it like they read something they didn't understand it and then had to adapt it using a fourth grader's vocabulary. Like it's so stunning. So and it's the, like if President Trump adapted. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> new year, new us. New year, new us. Fuck it. Yeah. Uh, anyways, <laughs> tearing me apart, GOP. I think so. We have oh. we have that one also. Oh yeah. Let's just let, this is actually no. Let's start from the beginning. So there's this awkward scene. We already talked about the sex scene at length. Um, there's this, uh, there's a scene between Lisa and her mom, I believe is the clip number one, listen mm-hmm. to your mother. I'm glad you're listening to your mother. Nobody else listens to me. You're probably right about that, mom. Well, I'm glad you're listening to your mother. <laughs> Just that, <laughs> like the repetitiveness of all the lines. The whole movie yeah. is like, well, like they, she says listening three times. Yeah. So there's another clip where they say money like 40 times. Yeah. Which... Let's just fucking play it. Why not? Uh, the money clip. Which what, one is what it? What type of money? What ta- oh, wait. First, yeah. let me set this up. So I know we're jumping all over the place, but this movie. It, it, honestly, it really doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It re- makes no difference. So just to set up another really non sequitur scene that comes out of nowhere. First off, the movie takes place almost entirely in the room. Right. Where apparently Mark lives in the same building. Lisa and Johnny live in the room. Mark lives in the same building, and then Denny, Denny, Danny, fuck if I know, he lives in the building too, because Johnny has paid for, they don't explain who Denny is until like 40 minutes into the movie when he's swung by like the creepy, like Steve Urkel neighbor guy, Yeah, like he's supposed to be maybe the goofy comedic, I don't know what he's supposed to be, but he looks like he's 40, <laughs> trapped in like a 18 year old's body. Sure. Sure, and he loves watching sex watching live. Sex. Yeah, and and so they finally tell you that he was an orphan, and that Johnny felt so bad that when he was eighteen, he gave him a place and paid for his tuition, and so now Danny apparently got into bad stuff with the wrong crew, because oh, the other scenes are <laughs> they either take place in the bedroom, the living room, or the roof, the roof, which is filmed in front of a super shitty green screen yes. that's hysterical. And so they're on the roof, and this dude comes out of nowhere and just starts yelling at Denny, saying, where's my fucking money with the gun? And it gets, like, super intense. And then out of nowhere, every other cast member comes running up, Mom, Lisa, Mark, and Johnny, and they pull the guy off of him. They awkwardly take the gun away, and they're like, we're going to take you to the police. And come back two minutes later, the police have The police also live in that building, (laughs) as it turns out. They didn't need to question Denny or anything. No police report. But this is when he's like, I just needed some money, and, and Lisa's really upset. Can we play this? I owe him some money. <laughs> what kind of money? I owe him some money. What kind of money? Everything is okay. He's gone. Everything is not okay. Denny, that is a dangerous man. Just calm down. He's going to jail. Denny, what kind of money? Just tell me. <laughs> <laughs> calm down. He's going to jail. I love Lisa's obsession with what kind of money. Like, who, what? American dollars. Currency. Regular like, dollars. I don't know. Uh, like, Are you asking what amount? Or yeah. monopoly money? Right. It's like everything's Bitcoin. fine. Everything is not in the mother's hilarious. Everything is not fine. That's a, that's a dangerous man. Right. Just like in a line. Like they're and not then, even like surrounding him. When Johnny and Mark come back, Johnny appears and they don't show Mark enter, and suddenly he's just standing next to them. Yeah. It's amazing. It's like Mark just, like, 
appears. Well, and also you said every other cast member comes up to the roof. Every other cast member that we had met up until this point. Oh, God. Because a couple more people just randomly show up and integrate themselves into the yep. story. The couch fuckers. Yep. Uh, what's, what should I do? Let's play that one. Number I'm going to do what I want to do, and that's it. What do you think I should do? <laughs> again. Again. Lisa's character is... Tommy Wiseau apparently has a really poor uh, opinion of whoever he based Lisa on. Indeed. She's wishy-washy, vindictive, pretty much... Uh, psychopath. She's like psycho. She she's lying to him like in a really aggressive way the whole movie, but <laughs> continues to have sex with him and continues to like yeah. be there. And then immediately after she's done, she'll go to the nearest person, usually her mother, and be like, "I hate him. <laughs> I hate him so much. I love someone else." And everybody's like, "Yeah, but he's not that bad." And she's like, "You don't understand. Actually, they he like, hit me." They go out of their way to say how good of a person he yeah. is. Like all like they're. Probably the first hour of the movie, everyone who talks about him is like, he's such a good person. He's a great he's person. He's a provider. Yeah. He provides for you. Right. Who else is going to provide for you? Stop saying the same words in the scene. It's, that is amazing. Uh, oh, though. it's incredible. I'm going to do what I want to do. What do you think I should what do? What do you think I should do? <laughs> Can you imagine that? It's so great. Oh, uh, uh, you know, I, don't, I know I said I wouldn't get political, but fuck it. Yeah. It not? sounds similar to what Trump does a lot, which is where he's like, I'm going to do, I'm going to build a wall. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this with immigrants. What do you think I should do, Congress? He's yeah. constantly doing that lately in yeah. the news where he's like, listen, <laughs> we're going to kick people out. Uh, I'll sign whatever they do. That's what's happening lately. Like even his base and like, uh, you know, it's bad when... Um, it was it was Tucker Carlson is pissed off at him now. Is like Fox yeah. News lap boy. Yeah, La- uh, I, I'm not trying to get all political, but it's just crazy how like that really equates that same quote. It's actually, I'm gonna do yeah. whatever I want. Okay, what should I do? What should I do? <laughs> Anyways, let's do clip number three. Oh no, we did flower shop already. For the love of this, God. Okay, so four is um, which which one? Comp is it? Oh, business pizza pizza. Oh, okay. Let's just hear this one. At least you have friends. I didn't get any calls today. You're right. The computer business is too competitive. (laughs) Do you want me to order a pizza? Whatever, I don't care. I already ordered a pizza. (laughs) You think about everything. (laughs) (laughs) This entire episode is just me almost lunging out of my seat laughing. You could play a drinking game for every time he does that awkward. Uh-huh. <laughs> every time they say something and then contradict that what they just said, like, "Do you want me to order a pizza? I already ordered a pizza." Right. What, guys? I want I want that laugh to be my ringtone. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. So good. Uh-huh. It's incredible. It's. Have you seen this movie before? Uh, yes, I have. I saw, I saw it years ago, and it stayed with me. I haven't forgotten. Like oh, I, I remember just about everything. About it sticks it. with you. Yeah, it does. It's like a, it's like a fungus, but a happy fungus happy where fungus. it just sticks with you. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Let's it's, play. It's look. like having athlete's foot, but if you were an athlete and you were like, hell yeah, I got athlete's. There's foot. just, I mean, that's how that works. God, right? I don't even know where to begin. With. I know we only have like 15 minutes. So, left. so just another thing about this clip, like her bringing up the computer business, like holy what? shit! I just realized that I just. Uh, I just wrote like the first half of my page is on like the first 15 minutes of the movie. Sure. There's so much nonsense. There's so much just sorry, garbage. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, like her making reference to the fact that she's in the computer business, but like never goes n- to work, never goes to work. Never. They don't have a computer. 
It's they have a tube television that's never on. Yeah, it's just that, sitting in the middle of the room. It's only there for him to destroy later when he's going <laughs> on a rampage. Favorite. That and the flower shop scene are my two favorite scenes in the entire. Okay, movie. this is actually my favorite. I was telling you earlier, my favorite sound clip that we've ever pulled for any movie. No, is number five. Nobody wants to help me, and I'm dying. You're not dying, Mom. I got the results of the test back. I definitely have breast cancer. <laughs> tragic moment what the fuck but if you haven't seen this movie you can hear just from that clip like that is not how you handle a character first revealing to the audience they have breast cancer it's so good she's revealing it like like every mom is when they're like oh well it's definitely true my day is ruined they forgot to scan my coupon right that's how she's saying it. right and it's it's clearly there because like there are a couple of obvious times in the movie and like up on the roof with the drug dealer is one and this is another one where tommy's basically just like we need to insert some intrigue and drama here to this moment or this character and like just assigning her breast cancer but Making her do it in that way and then never again addressing it. They never addressed the guy on the roof. Uh, His name is Chris Chris R, by the way, is his name. Yes. We forgot to mention, we mentioned it briefly in the uh, three minutes. Uh, There's the random couple who are, I think it's Michelle and somebody, Mm -hmm. who are friends with Lisa, I guess. And they just come over to Johnny and Lisa's place during the day to study. But there's this super awkward moment where she goes down. She goes down on him, and like he makes the weirdest blowjob reaction face ever, where he's like, oh. but he makes it. He makes it when her head is like still by his neck. <laughs> so That's when he starts it. So, and then he never adjusts for like when she gets down there. So it looks like a more cartoonish Dane Cook reaction to something, where it's like, yeah, Ruby Dooby Doo. Yeah, it's very very bizarre. <laughs> and why do they? Then they come in and they barge it. The mom barges in and they're like, oh, we were just studying. But later it like fades and then fades back in. She doesn't barge into that scene. She comes in later and they're just there. I don't. That's another thing. There's no concept of time in this movie. Right. It all just feels like the same day or like weeks later. It does. I don't understand when this how long this takes place. Is there a deeper meaning to this movie that we're all just sort of trapped in a timeless space and nothing matters it's like the a modern day waiting for godot that's for you theater exactly what there. this is what are you what are we doing oh uh, waiting waiting for what waiting for godot you're tearing me apart godot <laughs> oh that got a little too theater nerd 11 minutes shit okay uh what do we got what do we got um we already did well we're already through most of our sound clips um drugs and money we already went over i just want to make sure there's a ton of <laughs> so so then Lisa starts lying to everybody, saying Johnny hit her. There's no visible bruises. So no we, one inquires. Right. So she gets him drunk because he doesn't drink, but she like pours vodka. Convinces him very easily. Into what looks like a glass of whiskey. <laughs> yeah. So like yeah. it's already like a shot of whiskey, and then she pours vodka in it. Unless and then, it's apple juice and vodka, which I've never heard of either. Mm, so. Nor have I. Um, but so he's basically like, no, I don't drink. And she okay, it, to him, it is okay. good. Oh, it's delicious. <laughs> and I then love he both gets, of our bad yeah, impressions of a bad accent. It's, I mean, what's the point, right? I can do Channing Tatum yes! doing the room. Here we go. Please, you ready? Oh, hey, Mark. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, yeah. How's your sex life? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but so uh, then that leads to another awkward sex scene, right? Yep. They have sex. Uh, um, which is the same as the one it's before. It's the same one. 
Um, but still like very tender yeah. based on what the music is behind them. And we're gonna have thanks to fake TLC. Yeah. Um, then and the next morning, and she so tells then her mom, she starts telling everyone that he got drunk and he hit her. But there was no reason to actually get him drunk because there's no physical proof that it happened. And there's no, it's not like she, it'd be different if she was like, I want to have rough sex in bed. Right. Rough me up. And then she can be like, look, look what he did. She doesn't do any of that. And then and everybody just goes, no, no, he wouldn't do that. He doesn't drink. And then yeah. the other thing is like, she tells everyone that to get them to like be on her side. Yeah. But then everyone still is with them together and they're still behaving like a couple. So yeah. like she's using it to manipulate people, yeah. but then unmanipulates them by just being with him when they're it's together. It's so weird. It's very, and then Johnny overhears very early on, like 45 minutes in. Yeah. Something that makes I forget what it is. Something with Mark and her, and he's and she's like in love with somebody else. Oh, when she's talking to her mom for the eight hundredth time, I think, or Michelle. Who fucking cares? Anyways, uh, he puts a tape recording and goes, "I'm going to listen to everything." And apparently, it's a tape recorder that just runs for eternity, even though it's a normal cassette tape, right? And that is forgotten about till the last five minutes of the movie. Yes, and there are several moments in between when he plants that tape and when he goes to retrieve it that he literally overhears conversations <laughs> yeah. in the other room yeah and he does nothing about them it's so weird so then peter shows up oh wait first hi mark on the roof um he got, johnny's pissed off because lisa said he hit her and he's mad about it but then he kind of forgets about it and they go about life as usual but he goes up to the roof with mark who's sitting in a lounge chair with a football for no reason not for no and reason. and johnny has a water bottle that he throws because he's angry. Can we play the Ohio Mark clip, uh, number uh, seven? I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> My favorite is when he's like, I did not. I did not. Can we just play it again? I know we've heard this a hundred times with the Disaster Artist trailer, but it's, it's so good because it's so bad. I did not hit her. It's not true. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> That's why you can never get into the, the drama of this, and you can never be bored. Because just when you think it's going to get to a place where it's, like, actually dramatic, or, like, if this was acted well with this shitty of a script, it would be awful. Yeah, it would be unwatchable. But because it's acted so bizarrely with such a bizarre script... So you can't tell because you're just listening to the audio, but he's... He's in this moment supposed to be very like upset. Yeah, very upset and dramatic and like I would have expected his volume to be up a little bit cuz he's not talking to anyone. He's gone out on the roof and is venting. Yeah. And it's just very like monotone the way he delivers it. I did that. not. Yeah. It's so weird. So him and Mark talk and Mark's like bitches are crazy. Am I right? And Mark's Mark starts like hinting to all his friends like I'm in love with this girl. She's married though and they're like, "Come on, who is she? Is she hot? Can you tell us?" Oh, it's because she's older, right? And, like, nobody even suspects that it's Lisa. Mm -mm. And Mark is a dick, too, because he just goes around jogging and throwing footballs with, with Johnny like nothing's wrong. They have that beautiful scene together where they go on a run and are just throwing the football back and forth it's while so they run. Balls. It's so strange. At one point, they're in tuxedos because you think Johnny and Lisa are getting married, but I guess they're just taking their wedding photos which, why they're all in tuxedos, I don't know. They go out and throw the football around, and then Peter falls on the... Every time there's a group football scene, somebody gets mock injured, like, yeah. 
whatever his name was that got the goofy blowjob, he falls into some trash cans and gets woozy. Well, this is and then, right, oh, do you have right one before right before that happens? Number nine. Oh yeah. I gotta go see Michelle in a little bit to make out with her. That's him trying to get out of playing football. And they're like, no, 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 play no. football. And then he actually ends he gets, up getting hurt. He gets knocked. He just like barely falls into some trash cans. And they pick him up like a Nickelodeon show with the goofy parent that's like, oh, oh I'm, a, I'm very obscene stars right now. It's ridiculous. He's great at faces. He's, he's the best at he's faces. He's the best. <laughs> he gives great faces. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, we did How's Your Sex Life. We did, we did. Did we do your Tearing Me Apart yet? No. Okay. So this is the clip that everybody quotes. And this is like, this is a point where you would think from this moment on they would have a fractured relationship because it's a throwdown and it's the one time Tommy Wiseau actually yells, yeah. uh, except for when he's clutching the chair in the end, remembering all the sex scenes. Uh, but he just, he's just, he, nothing changes then. They're back to like, oh, you gave me a surprise birthday. Thank you very much. My friends are here. But let's play this. This is your Tearing Me Apart, clip number eight. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! <laughs> I know we haven't done a single riff on these, but they you can't you riff. Can't. They're so weird. It just it does a disservice to how weird they are to try and put them in in context. It's of almost else. I know I keep trying to compare this to something, but it's incomparable. Yeah. But it's like a short form improv game where they hand you lines that you have to say. Yeah. And it's just people trying to make it work. But it's constructed so poorly that all you yeah. can do is just say it as quickly and as monotonously as you yeah. can just to get through it. They can't even get calling someone a chicken right. I wanted to pull the sound clip, and I didn't have time today, um, where he's like, what are you, Mark? Are you a chicken? Chirp, 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 yeah. chirp. Yeah. Chickens don't chirp. Don't chirp. Sure don't. You could maybe go cluck, 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 or bonk, 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 bonk. That's the usual. Yeah. Chirp, 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 chirp. And they do it multiple times. <laughs> Three times. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. Cause it's so, and then I said again, no, another sex scene. It's Mark and Lisa bang again. Uh they go toss the football again and they're jogging. I also wrote Johnny is also old as fuck compared to everyone else. Yeah. I wrote that down. Yeah, he sure is. Uh they jog again. Uh it's like what? I like I like that second shot when he's with Mark and they're coming back and he's having the conversation about the bank where he's like, yeah, you could definitely qualify. And he's like, oh, you think so? And he's like, yes, come in. And he's like, uh, I wish I pulled this clip, but he's like, what time? And he's like, late in the afternoon, like eight. Like what? <laughs> so, okay. Like so, even real easy things like name a time in the afternoon. They fucked it up. Yeah. It's amazing. So then they have a surprise birthday party. For Johnny, which you would think if she's going to break up with him, she wouldn't organize all her friends. And then we're given another bombshell. Mm-hmm. When Johnny, you think in this moment, he's looking at the cameras panning in on him dramatically, music's playing. And you, you think he's going to be like, oh, everybody, my wife is cheating on me. But instead he goes, hey, everyone, I have big news. We're expecting. And you're like, what? Yeah. And then Mark confronts Lisa and goes, who's the father? Who's the father? And she's like. I don't, I'm not having a baby. I just wanted to make things interesting. And it's like, what? Why? Why? Why Why would you lie to a guy saying you're going to... No, she says, we're going to have a baby eventually. There, there's a timeline to lie. And then she chugs a glass of champagne. You're like, what? Right. What? Right. If she's breaking up with him, why would she, A, 
<laughs> think that they're going to have one eventually. B, try and make things interesting. C, lie to him about it at all. When it's not like they were even trying. And why, like, why didn't she lie to him on camera so we see his reaction? It happens off camera and we're told an hour into the movie. And then immediately debunked like immediately yeah. she's like no we're not having a baby and then she goes hey everybody let's go outside and everybody files out of the room and she shuts the door and starts making out with mark again and you're like what but it's so great because he's just as confused and he's like oh this was your plan all along wasn't it and she's like yeah like why why what why invite 25 witnesses you guys have had sex a bunch of times <laughs> like you didn't need this to come together <laughs> it makes no sense Oh, my God. Okay, we're running. Out. Do we have any extra time in the booth, or is that it? Yeah, just a few more minutes. Uh, it's so fucking fantastic. Uh, I wrote, man, after she chugged the wine and said the fake pregnancy thing, I wrote, man, Lisa's a real piece of shit. Um, uh, Johnny creepily kisses Lisa's mom on the forehead, and it's really weird. There's a random guy that's like, hey, Lisa's looking hot tonight, who we've never met. Right. Uh, there's the other random guy who's like, hey, you shouldn't be... I caught you who catches Mark and Lisa, and you're like, who are you? Yeah. Where did you come from? And then also the woman that was going down on the face guy in the yeah. beginning. She's like, got a lot of morals. She, for she walks in on them. In apartments. And she, he's like putting his shirt back on, and she's like, what's going on here? And they're basically like, nothing. And she's like, yeah, check your zipper. It's like... The yeah. zipper was the thing. It yeah. wasn't the fact that he was like shirtless and when she's, you like, walked giggling in. Giggling about her, Lisa's yeah. infidelity. I mean, I guess she gives blowjobs on Lisa's couch, so it's fine for her. Um, man, it's so weird. So Johnny and Mark confront each other at the party. They start shoving each other. They start getting really mad. And because I think at this moment they've figured it out, right? The, I don't not, know. Not, not officially. Not I don't officially. Think. No, no, no. Because it's not until he plays the tape, right? But there's he's like, "Why are you being such a dick?" And then they're like pushing each other. And then they almost immediately make up, where they're like, okay, never mind, sorry, it's, forget about it. Yeah. It's so weird. Johnny, like, handshakes with it's him. It's so like, weird. his hand out there. What's clip number 11? Leave your comments. Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. I, I forget where that's from. <laughs> I don't remember. But, so, so then what happens is everybody leaves, uh, and John, or no, 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 so then Johnny gets mad. They fight again. Yeah, and they then, go outside and fight again. Well, so first, first in the party, they're I eating. Can't cake. Remember, it's this gets a little murky, but they're eating cake, and then she's like, "Let's all go outside," and then they get caught making out, and they're like, "All right, let's go outside." So then they go outside, and then there's like another confrontation, and she's like, "Let's all go inside and eat cake," and, and like, then they go inside, and then they go inside, and, and they confront cake. each other again. Yep. But I can't really remember for what. Yeah, I don't remember because they don't know yet that yep. he. And then Johnny's upset. And Lisa calls Mark on the phone and talks loud enough and looks over at Johnny in the bathroom uh, with the door shut to to specifically let him hear it. And we see him hearing it. He's at the. He's not like brushing his teeth. He's at the door, just like listening. Yeah. And then he goes out into the room and is like, "What? Who? What were you doing?" Yeah. And she's like, "Nothing." And then he goes, "Well, let's find out." And he plays. He goes to the tape recorder and rewinds it. And here's their entire phone conversation yes. that he just overheard. Right. And then he gets super mad. And I don't know if we... what. This is the last clip. Clip number 12. Get out. Get out. Get out of my life. <laughs> yeah. He had had it at that Another point. Golden Globe nominated movie. <laughs> get out. Get out. Get out of my life. The full title. 
So uh, at this point, he's like, he's furious, he, he, sort of in a monotone way. Yeah. He, I wanted to pull this clip. He goes, "You betray me. You not good. <laughs> you I mean, not good. Accurate. You betray me. Accurate." And then she leaves, and he's super awkwardly. The other thing with Tommy Wiseau is he has the weirdest posture. You've seen him at award shows. He kind of just walks around like a like lurch he, a yeah, little bit, where yeah. he's just kind of like, and his limbs are like half detached. So like he knocks shit over, like ah. Uh, he knocks over some some glasses. He picks up the twenty seven inch tube television like it's a paperweight, yep. and throws it out the window. And then there's a great shot of it just slamming on on the ground. And he's like, he sits in a chair and starts screaming ah 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 as they replay the sex scenes we've already seen in her fucking red dress, which he's obsessed with. And he rips the red dress after yeah. thrusting it a few yeah, times yeah, first. He it. He like it's one last good you know navel or rib fuck out of it. And then what happens? What happens? It's tragic. Yeah. He, uh, one of the things that he's knocked over was a box that was just holding a gun. We've never seen. We've never seen. Movie, but which, uh, it's, that's the gun box. Usually you introduce that earlier on if you're sure. going to you know, build up to a suicide. Yeah, you would think so. But no, that came as a shock to me. Um, <laughs> he throws it in his mouth, pulls the trigger, and then people start running back into the room. Yep. Yep, and uh, Mark and, and Suicide is by no means hilarious at all. It's very terrible, but yeah. the way this movie does it is shockingly stupid, where they come in crying over his body, and Mark's like, it's your fault, you did all this, and she's like, don't blame me, and it's like, no, it's your fault, Lisa. Yeah. And then Denny comes in and immediately is like, I want to be left alone, leave me alone, and they leave, they take four steps. They don't leave. <laughs> Immediately come back. Yeah. <laughs> they just step back and give him a chance to hug I've Johnny. I've never seen what should be a tragic ending handled so poorly. Yeah, and that's it. That's it. That's how it wraps that's up. That's the end of the room. Oh, my God. You, If you haven't seen this movie, you have to watch it. It's on YouTube in its entirety with and, Spanish language. And subtitles. please don't do what I did and delay seeing it because it's so bad. It, oh. it really isn't a drag to watch. No. It's really a whole lot of fun. All watch the it with through. friends. Yeah. Go see it in a theater if after you're in that. a major city. Go, go see, it see it the theater. disaster artist because yeah. I'm going to see that now. Uh, we're going to be back next week. We're back every week now. Unless something, unless one of us gets a jab that pays more hey, than free. Hey. Uh, until next time, where can they find you, Jesse? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Too Much Jesse and for Sketch at The Prom Losers. You can find me at, at The Ben Begley on Twitter and Instagram at Guilty Movie Guys is our handle. So comment, give us some suggestions for 2018. What's your guilty Venmo movie us. pleasures? Venmo us at 25 cents. And also, my wife and I promise we're having some sketches soon on at Parents vs. Babies, so start following that. Until next time, what is your guilty movie pleasure? You're tearing me apart, popcorn talk! From producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.